Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing. <laughs> Works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, hey, what is up? My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am the podcast producer at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, number one in SB Nation for the fourth month in a row. Four. That makes me feel pretty good, and I know these guys too. Congratulations, because Tony Defio and Shannon White are a big part of this. You have reached the Steelers hangover, (laughs) and I don't know what that was, Shannon. Um, And for those on you... You it's on four. audio, you four. didn't see the okay, yeah, but it's it's down, you know, uh, that's confusing me. Shannon, how are you? I'm doing great, and with me as always is BTSC Hall of Famer Tony Defio. What's up, TD? Oh, I'm, I'm glad to be here with you guys. I'm, I'm looking forward to some great football talk and. Cleaning my apartment. Yeah, it's been a fun day. <laughs> there you go. You cannot beat that. So we got to say, here we are to Kathy Ford, our favorite. We love Kathy, and she's the first one in it. And she's early today. She usually comes in late. We got Jared Neville and Tyler W. and a whole lot more. But I'm just going to read the first three in. We appreciate everybody here. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, that if you are on Facebook, you can't see the YouTube chat. And YouTube, you can't see the Facebook chat unless we bring it up. So I just want to let you know that so uh, so there's no confusing confusing who's in. But anyways, I hope everybody's okay. And here's me being unprofessional by uh, 
not muting my phone. So let's try to do that real quick. And there you go. So, gentlemen, the Super Bowl's coming up. Are you guys excited for this game? I'm always excited. I love the Super Bowl. I, I, I it's my favorite sporting event. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I, I do too. I mean, I think this this game is really exciting to me. I mean, I, I just love the pomp and circumstance. I don't know. My family's excited for the halftime show. I'm not, but that's just. I really. Uh, I understand what they're doing with a halftime show. It's just not my thing anymore. But the game's my thing, so that's all that counts. Uh, I remember being so excited that Bruce Springsteen was on halftime when the Steelers were in it and the Rolling Stones too. Rolling Stones weren't that great when they were in it. And I didn't even think the who was that great when they were in it, but Springsteen, I thought was good, but I didn't pay attention. I didn't even see it until later. Um, so, you know, that's just one of those things that, you know, people tune in for the halftime show and that brings more viewers in. And I think it's great but it's just not my thing. I'm excited for this matchup. I think Cincinnati-Los Angeles is a great matchup. Shannon White, what's your excitement level? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The um, Again, I want to see the Rams win. I want to see Aaron Donald, Stafford, those guys get you know their first uh, title. But I think it's a very intriguing game uh, because – I think that the Bengals' offense matches up well against the Rams' defense, so I think it should be a competitive game. So let's let's do this. We're, I'm going to ask you guys just one answer question. Mike Hilton, friend or enemy? Tony, friend. Shannon, he's a Bengal, so he's an enemy now. <laughs> I'm going to say frenemy. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Tony? Oh, I love that guy. Friend. I, w- I want to hang out with him, even though he's young enough to be my son. <laughs> Shannon? Oh, I respect the heck out of him, but he's enemy. Okay, so I don't even have to ask you. You're going to say enemy to all Bengals, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Joe Mixon. Tony? Hmm. Uh, I have to, it's hard. It's hard to uh, to say anything but enemy. Although I think he's, he, by all accounts, he's he's really uh, like become a a leader in that. So I, I guess you can always, all you can say is like, uh, just keep trying to improve as a as a person. So he, he can't go back and change what he did. But yeah, it's hard to say friend with that guy. Yeah, look at that. Look at that uh, picture of that girl and. You will say enemy with a capital E. Yeah. I might even uh, say put like 17 exclamation points next to it. Um, Jamar Chase. Tony. Oh, he's he's a great I, I love great young talents and I love like superstars lose superstars that come into the league, and he's just a fantastic player. I just love watching him. I will actually friend. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually see say friend on that guy. Um Let's go over to Matt Stafford. Shannon. Friend. Tony. Friend, great, great redemption story. I mean, he's making 50 million a year, but great, great redemption story for him. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and throw in this next one. And this one's going to be really fun. The next two are going to be really fun. Jalen Ramsey. 
Shannon? I knew you was going to say him. Um, great player. Uh, so I'm rooting for the Rams, so I guess I got to say friend. But normally he's enemy. Okay. I've. Uh, let's not talk about the game. Let's just talk about... Okay, we have to talk about the game. That, that's fine. So I am going to uh, go to Tony now. Uh, I, I'm still thinking back to 2017 and those battles of enemy with the Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's, that's where I'm going. Um, definitely, uh, definitely enemy on that one. Odell Beckham Jr. Shannon. I actually say friend, he showed that he wasn't the problem in Cleveland. And so I'm happy for him from that aspect. Tony? Eh, I've never really had a problem with, with OBJ. He's to me, he's like Chad, he's like the, uh, Chad Johnson, maybe a little bit worse <laughs> or a little bit more annoying. So I'll, I'll say friend. I, I still gotta say enemy on this guy. You're gonna love this next one. Eric Weddle. Oh. Shannon? If I'm mistaken, he's like a really good friend of Ben Amy. Oh, really? Him and Ben are good buddies. And well, uh, I, I wish he would have come to Pittsburgh instead of. Yeah, though, <laughs> I, I thought he was tra- going to. He was traded. I, I, mm-hmm. but I thought he had a chance yeah, to that's come right. to Pittsburgh, and that he would because of his friendship with Ben. But, but uh, yeah, I'd like to see him win it. <laughs> I, I would actually like to see that guy win it too, Tony. Mm-hmm. Enemy. I've never liked him. I don't like. I don't like Eric Weddle. Never have. I don't know why. I just can't stand him. <laughs> I respect that. I'm the biggest hater here, it seems. And finally, Aaron Donald. Like he's he's my bud. Hilda. Yeah, I, we gotta Aaron? like Aaron Donald. He's a friend. Yes. I love watching that guy play. I I, I really love watching him play. But to Tony's point, I love watching Joe Burrow and Jamal, uh, Jamar Chase play. The only problem is it's going to be wait. Uh, we're going to dislike him a whole lot more real, real soon. Both of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's talk about something more important. And it's the Pittsburgh Steelers and it's 2022, but it's not. January of 2022. It's January of 2023. What? What are you talking about, bad? Have you you gone bonkers? Yes, I have. We are going to go. We're going to jump in the, uh, Tony knows all too much, the BTSC DeLorean. And we're going to go ahead one year. And actually, it's not January of 2022. It's actually February. So I just realized that my gosh it's a week from valentine's day and we'll be doing a show on valentine's day right yeah mm-hmm. next week uh, week I mean, today tony, t- tony might have 17 women in a hot tub in the background uh well but i mean i obviously <laughs> my chevy cruise is, is i can't i can't keep him away <laughs> <laughs> ladies love the chevy um mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways so what what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about stats and awards 
2023. And it's just predictions. And it's fun to kind of uh, see where we think that things might go. We might be completely wrong. Now, disclaimer here. This is not what we want to happen, what we think is going to happen. And so we might... uh, we we might absolutely be uh, way off base here, but that's okay. That's what predictions and fun. That's what every mock draft you look at <laughs> says. I had one buddy said, "Oh no," um, he was watching the Senior Bowl the other day, and he's like, "Oh, they they have a they have the Steelers taking an edge rusher across the bottom of the screen." I can't believe they're going edge. I'm like, no, that doesn't mean that they're going edge. Yeah, I know those mock drafts are just. Yeah, uh, you're going to see 11,000 different names in the mock draft. mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and uh, and do this. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We are going to do it. uh, Shannon, Tony, and Bad, Shannon, Tony, and Bad, so on and so forth. And hey, feel free to throw them into, throw throw in your opinions as well. And if you throw up a. uh, if you throw up a super chat, we'll go ahead and put it on. So let's start with team MVP. We're just going to go right away. We're just going to go right into it. Team MVP, Shannon. I would say what, but I'm going to say Najee Harris. You're going with Najee. Mm-hmm. So he's... So you're saying that they're going to fix the run. Mm-hmm. They're going to fix the line and Najee's going to run well. I like that. Tony, what's your thoughts? I'm I'm going with Minka Fitzpatrick, team MVP. It's going to be his year to ooh, shine. Ooh, I like that. So um, that might answer a different question later. I, I love Minka. And with the contract looming, wow. Yeah. It's it's too it's it's too much. He asked. He's either going to be still waiting for a contract, or he's he's just going <laughs> to have, have signed one like Watt did last year, and he's going to want to prove himself either way. So, uh, is he going to get the contract done before this season, Tony? With the, with with the room that they have, I think they're going to work something out. I think I think he's too he's too valuable to their defense, especially their secondary, to uh to to let that linger. I think, they I think they're going to yeah they're going they're going to get something done this year. I think they absolutely have to. Shannon, do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, I think they'll sign him because, uh, they, like you said, they do have some some room, and they'll they'll make it to where they can push some of that down the line too. So, yeah, I think they'll sign him before the season starts. All right, Maddie Peverell <laughs> says Najee Harris, but he also says he agrees with you. But he also says that. Uh, Jeff Hartman, he's answering for Jeff Hartman, and that's Presley Harvin the third. So I, I guess, <laughs> I guess Jeff gave him his vote. Really, well, I'd hate really interesting after there. last year. Um, Eric Parker, that'd be, that'd be great. Chase yeah. Claypool. Go, well, go I mean, ahead, if, if, if if Presley's the MVP, I mean that that he's, that means he's going to be punting a lot. I don't. Well, you know how Jeff loves big press. So <laughs> Right, right. Uh, Michael O'Malley agree, agrees with uh, uh, Tony on Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, Tyler W. says, if Najee gets 1,700 yards, he's MVP in my book. Um, 
17th would be nice. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to read Maddie's next one because, because uh, it might get into, uh, I'll save that one. Um, he's saying that I'm saying Deontay Johnson, which, hey, that's not, that's not a bad pick. Um, so, and th- then we have some he other He would people. drop the trophy. Huh. He would oh. drop the trophy, man. Oh, only late in the calendar year. So, so, ouch. DJ 18. I think he's, I think he's going to be good. I, who's my MVP next year? You know, a part of me wants to say Najee Harris, but I'm just going to go crazy. I'm just going to go, <laughs> I'm just going to go nuts here and say, I'm going to go with Tyler uh, W and say, Pat Fryermuth adds to break, break odds to break touchdown tight end touchdown record. He's wow. one. He was one away from it this year. Keith Miller has eight. So let's go, Pat Fryermuth. I love it. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to remember these or write them down or go back and look and and when we do this again. So so that's our team MVP. Um, well, we just talked about Deontay Johnson. There's some good answers here. Receptions leader. Who's going to lead this team in receptions, Shannon? In receptions is, I think it'll be Harris. <clears throat> hmm. Oh. I think they'll have the a, they, I think that whoever the quarterback's going to be, there's going to, they're going to try to improve their screen game as they improve their offensive line. And, uh, I think there'll be a lot of uh, dump down passes to Harris because uh, they're also going to try to work the deep middle with a newer quarterback. So, yeah, I think Harris will lead them in total receptions. All right. Tony. I'm going to go with Deontay, DJ. I, I think he seems to have a knack for leading the uh, team in receptions. He had 107 last year, which shocked me. I didn't, I didn't think he would. And then I think even uh, – even the year that uh, Ben was out, didn't he lead the league in, or lead the team in receptions? I think he did. Yeah, yeah. I mean it wasn't. Yes, he did. Yeah, so I think it, it, it seems to be how they it, the offense seems to flow through him. So or the passing game anyway. So that's I, I think that's a safe bet. Do I dare say Juju Smith Schuster? No, no, I I just don't think he's sticking around. I'm going to go with Chase Claypool. I'm saying Chase gets it together this year. So uh, double C. (laughs) (laughs) I I should probably not call them double C's. Um, So (laughs) 11 double C. Um, Let's take a look at at, uh, who do we have here? Uh, Stacey Lynn says Harris total receptions. Um, Brian Brown says Ray Ray. He's wow. Mason's favorite. Um, yeah, just let's not get a check down king. Uh, I'm I'm hoping there's no check down king. Um, Myrna Jane and Bert says, remember, guys, we need a quarterback who could get them the ball. LOL. <laughs> um, Andrew Wilbar says Mika Fitzpatrick. <laughs> We'll lead the team in receptions. Well, um, let's see. Uh, and 
We do need a Heinz Ward possession, guys, says John Knox. And his prediction is we trade for Kyler Murray. He seems quite unhappy with Arizona. I don't I don't know if they're gonna let him go. Um, but he, he is pretty cheap right now. He doesn't have that new contract yet, does he? So very interesting stuff there. Um this is did I answer that one? Yeah, I, I guess I did. You did said Claypool. Claypool, yes. Touchdown leaders. So, Shannon? Well, total touchdowns, rushing and receiving, I'll say Harris. Tony? Oh, it's going it's to be Najee. I think he's the uh, – he's the uh, I, I, Deontay's the, the, the offense flows for him, but I, or the passing game, but the, I think the entire offense is going to be built around Najee Harris for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, he's going he's gonna to be their workhorse. And I'm going to go ahead and say Najee as well. I mean, <laughs> there's there's still no way not to do that. You know, I mean, he's really, with his skill set and what he can do, he needs to next year. I, mm-hmm. I think anybody else might be a disappointment unless it's something where somebody gets 22 and Najee gets 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, who's going to lead this t- team in sacks next year are we going for the trifecta on this is it tj all the way yeah yes his uh mike thomas said it best his his rate is just ridiculous so i can't see him not leading the, the team in sacks again yeah i i think that leads to a, another question who else is over 10 next year mm. Now you had uh, Cam Hayward who hit ten. Is he going to do that again? I think he'll get, you know, anywhere from seven to eight. Uh, I, I think the, guy, the next guy in double digits will be Highsmith. Highsmith, the next guy. Mm. All right, I am going to go. I'm going to go off the rails here. And I'm going to just, uh, this is more wishful thinking than anything. And we know the answer and everybody's going to throw in, well, he's, uh, he's probably not going to be there, but I'm still going to say Stefan to is going to be second to TJ. So maybe he gets healthy and he's back. So that's the, uh, and Andrew Wilbar says bold prediction to it comes back and gets 10. Um, I think 10. And Maddie Peverall, both BTSCers, says depends on to it. So those guys, those guys know what they're talking about. Um, and I'll I'll definitely rely on those guys even more when we talk about uh, rookies. But here's an interesting one: interceptions. Mm. Who's going to lead this team in interceptions next year? Shannon White. Free agent signee Jackson. Ooh, JC Jackson of the Patriots. Oh, I would. He's going to be the big. He's going to be the big money acquisition on defense. Whoa, I love it. I've uh, yeah, I I would take him, Tony. Well, since he's going to be a team, yeah. 
since uh, since he's going to be the team MVP and and in the running for Defensive Player of the Year, I, I'm going to have to say Minka Fitzpatrick. I uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Mr. Witherspoon. Oh, that's thinking, a good one. Uh, I'm going to say him. I got to bring up um, Matty Peverell saying Dante Jackson. I love this one, Isaiah Paula Mayo or Mao, and that is that of course is Troy's cousin. And uh, Snowman says Chase Claypool. Keith McMillan says <laughs> Mallette. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, see, this is why this is fun to me. Um, yeah, Stacy Lynn says what? Wow. Um, but Matty Peverell says, but I really think it's Sutton right now. If we draft Michael Wright, I believe it's Michael M Y K A E L Wright. I'm up there on him, man. When when you talk about guys that know their stuff with draft picks and the draft, we've got them right here. We've got a bunch and I can name three or four, but I'll name these three guys that are most impressive. And it's Andrew Wilbar, no particular order. Andrew Wilbar, Matty Peverell, Jeremy Betts. Those guys know their stuff. So uh, I always, I'm talking to them when I'm talking about rookies. So, uh, Tyler W says Spoon gets no respect. I think Spoon is going to be good. Um, I, I think, I think he's found a home here. I, I really do. So uh, I'm anxious to see what he does next year. Um, that's a great acquisition, Shannon White. If Spoon plays all season and all seventeen games, he could probably have anywhere five, six interceptions. He'd have 30 total tackles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting, Shannon White. Clarence Washington says Norwood. Um, oh, that'd be good. So, tackles is next. <laughs> so, who's going to lead our team in tackles? Shannon. We know it's not, we know it's not Witherspoon in your book. No, no, won't be with us. Um, I'm gonna say a rookie, um, maybe Derek Beavers, uh, or Buddy Johnson okay. if he gets to start at Buck linebacker. Okay, Tony. Well, as they say in, in, in the radio talk show, uh, Shannon stole my uh, thunder. I was going to uh, pr- predict that Buddy Johnson would, would win this one of the starting jobs, and he would lead the team in tackle. So that's my prediction. Ah, I like that. That's good. Clarence Washington. I Oh, he said Norwood for uh, interceptions. Myrna Jane and Burt, Andrew Wilbar, they're saying Bush. Ooh, that'd, be, um, that'd, that'd be a great story. Tyler W. is saying a free agent buck linebacker. Uh, Michael O'Malley says Minka again. Hope not. No, nobody wants that because somebody mentioned if it's Minka, they're seven and ten. Um, and that's Maddie Peverell who said that. Um, Maddie's saying a free agent inside linebacker. Um, Keith McMillan says Bush gonna lose the fear and get to it. Um, Maddie Peverell says yes, please. Shannon Beavertown, I don't know what you guys have planned. Um, you as Tyler W says, I guess BTS, he loves Beaver. Who knew? Um, Brian Brown, if Spoon had a knife and fork, we could eat a steak with our soup. 
<laughs> I'm not sure. Um, Clarence says Norwood or the in the slot or at safety. Snowman's going back to the uh, the uh, old one, the the last one, and saying Sutton will get eight picks. Man, I would love to see Sutton get eight picks. Myrna, Jane, and Bert, Stacy, Lindsay, Bush, um, and then I think there was another. Oh, Maddie Peverell. I think D. Campbell. I think is that Devondre Campbell? Is he out of Georgia? Can't remember where Campbell's from. Is available? I'd have to. No, not not from Georgia. He's he is available. He's he's on another team, and I for the life of me, I can't think right now. But but that's actually a. A good possibility in free agency um so let's go to this since free agents were brought up prize free agent acquisition not quarterback mm. so who's going to be the big free agent coming into town that is not not a qb shannon white well you already said i know well, your answer already. you already said it yeah, I already said Jackson. Um, if if you can't say quarterback, yeah, I would say Jackson. Um, and off offensive lineman, I'm not sure if it's a guard or a tackle. Um, and my sleeper would be Marcus Mariota, but that's quarterback. Tony, gosh. Uh... I don't really know who who are free agents other than quarterback. I don't know if there was anybody else available other than quarterbacks. This, uh, <laughs> this, I really, I'd have to say, an unnamed uh, right tackle is going to be the big acquisition. Okay. That's that's good enough. Um, I have the same answer as Ephraim, and it is it's Akeem Nix, and the defensive tackle from the Chicago Bears. I think. Akeem Nix is coming to Pittsburgh. So I think that is a great uh, free agent acquisition. I almost said to have fun with you, JJ Watt. Oh. <laughs> Just wait till he gets cut by the Cardinals and then everybody's like, hey, wait, wait, wait. He's coming. He's coming. And then he signs with another team. For $70 million a year. What's that? Do have a chance to win a ring with his brothers? That's what people say. And that's uh, people are saying Armstead, and some are saying that they cannot afford him. Um, I like the Hicks idea because I, I like what he can do. I don't care that he's thirty-two. I I know what he can do on that defensive line, and I I think that defensive line could be really special if uh, everything breaks the Steelers' way. So let's check this one out. Um, passing yards so that's why i didn't let you use a free agent acquisition as a quarterback because you can go ahead and do that now if you please shannon white yes i can see rudolph starting the first two or three games giving way to mariota and mariota leads them in passing yards uh with probably about 2800 yards about 24 pass to touchdowns and five or six rushing touchdowns. I like that. I I like that. That was I uh, that was going to be my pick. And I actually I think that's what's going to happen. 
Um, got a good one that I think would be either or. So, Tony? Dwayne Haskins. Ooh. <laughs> he's gonna beat up me. That's a bold statement. He's gonna be. I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna have a ton of yards. Uh, more on that later. But he's gonna he's gonna beat out Mason, and he's gonna start the season, and he's gonna lead the team in in, uh, in, in passing yards. Wow. Okay. Um. Oh, I I did. Uh, I Ephraim, let me know, and it's pronounced E. Um. So I. Um. So I, I did mess that up. Um, Ephraim, Hardy. So uh, Lyria. So I, I appreciate that, Ephraim. Um, so here's mine. I no, it's no surprise. I have no problem with, with Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo coming to Pittsburgh. However, don't want to trade for him. If he gets cut, yeah, you look at a guy like that. You can't trade for this guy. I saw yesterday they're looking for maybe a two and a three. And that's that's a little too rich for what the Steelers, what else the Steelers have to do. Um, I'm looking at, it's no secret I'm on board with the Mariota thing. That's my wish list. Who would I ultimately want is Derek Carr. That's the guy I would want, but I don't think you're not trading for him this year either. Um, I hope it's not Baker Mayfield. I hope something happens if that falls apart <laughs> in Cleveland. I want him to stay the Cleveland quarterback, but I'm hoping that doesn't happen. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go big here. It's not big, but I'm going to go bold. And there's a lot of sentiment that says Jacoby Brissett is going mm. to be the next quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I and actually like that. I'm going to I'm going to say that as well Ephraim says Gardner Minshew um he's in Philly and I he's he's in Philly so that's uh that's a possibility that he comes stays in state here um so Tyler W thinks that a two and a three is a ripoff for Jimmy G um so I'm not seeing a whole heck of a lot of uh, quarterbacks out, out here. A lot of people do want uh, want Jimmy G. Um, so Myrna Jane and Burt says he's a statue. Brissett can't run Canada's system. He played in Canada's system, though, <clears throat> and uh, and they have a relationship, but you, you, you never know what that means. Brian Brown says Marietta is an interception machine. No thanks. Here's one that I think is becoming very popular right now. And it's Andrew Wilbar saying Mitch Trubisky. And I've got a buddy that watched Trubisky in, in C in the off season, excuse me, in the preseason, Jacob Heinrich says Mitch Trubisky as well. And I, I gotta tell you, he was since that preseason game, you watch that bills game. He's like, the bills are going to be tough, but I love, if anything happens to Josh Allen, I love Trubisky. I think he's a big change of scenery. Uh, he's going to benefit by being in a change of scenery. So, you know, it could be a guy like Mitch Trubisky. The only thing I warn anybody about all of these quarterbacks here, none of them's a sexy enough name for everybody. It's not going to be. You're not getting right. Ben Roethlisberger 
2.0 is not walking through that door. He can't. And and you can't pay for you can't pay for Russell Wilson. And you definitely can't pay for pay draft capital for Aaron Rodgers. And that they're not even they're saying right now probably wouldn't trade him. Derek Carr would be expensive as hell, but I'd love to have him. I like his moxie. I I like what he does. But there's some people that would disagree with that. You know, um, and of course you're not gonna be able to bring in a Joe Burrow at number 20. And then I, it's interesting because nobody here, this was passing yards. Nobody here said Kenny Pickett. And nobody here said Malik Willis, which is really interesting. Now, did any of you guys get a chance to see the see the uh, Senior Bowl the other day? Shannon? I watched it, yeah. Okay, I did too. I, I watched maybe the first three quarters. Tony, did you watch it at all? I saw I, I saw highlights on YouTube. I really get it. I was working. I didn't really get a chance to watch the game, but uh, I mean, it's really about the practices. I'll say it's better. Yeah, that's true too, and I get that. But I was really thinking about that. Okay, everybody's in love with these guys because of the practices, and one guy's coming out and saying, "Hey, if Malik Wills is there at twenty, they're definitely taking him." Then I believe it was. Uh, Jerry Dulac that came out and said um, one of those guys, one of those Pittsburgh uh, beat writers came out and said, you know, if Kenny Pickett's there, they're inside my inside source says he's definitely there. Now I watched, I watched Pickett. I thought he was okay. I watched Malik Willis. I thought he was sensational running the football. I was not impressed with his passing whatsoever in that game. Um, Eric Parker says Desmond Ritter is his pick. I wasn't that too impressed with Desmond Ritter in that game. Thought he was okay. Sam Howell probably looked the best to me, but he wasn't that amazing either. Shannon, what was your thoughts? Let's start with Malik and Kenny. Well, to me, they looked like they did during the college season. Malik is an incredible athlete and He's exciting. I just don't know if he's going to be able to make progressions and he's going to be able to uh, make good decisions and process all that massive amount of information. Because like I've said before, so many times running quarterbacks, their first instinct is that if that first progression isn't there, they start looking to run. And I prefer a guy who can move to buy more time to throw the ball. And I don't know if Willis is going to be that. Pickett is is he's going to do better with his own guys in his own system. But I thought he looked okay. My whole thing has been from the beginning, get a bridge quarterback like Mariota or Trubisky, take Ritter uh, in the second round, which it looks like he'll go in the second round right now, and to let him sit for a year and develop. And I think you have something because – if you notice the plays that he was successful with in that game was a lot of half rollouts, hitting the guy on the backside, you know, the tight end and the running back. It was a very basic, simple offense that reminded me a lot of Ben when he first came in the league. And when you have, if Najee Harris, if they could build that line and, and give Najee room and, and running lanes, you know, then that would make Ritter's mobility – uh, even more effective uh, 
and make those uh, plays uh, and, and play action very effective. And I think Ritter has that. You got Pickett, who throws the ball well, and you have Willis, who's very athletic. But I think Ritter gives you both. Now, I want to go back to Ben's rookie year. A lot of people don't realize that he was not one of the uh, – he was in the bottom 20% as far as passing yards mm-hmm. in his in his first year. They did a lot of – they protected him. If, if Ben did not have a running game to help him out, mm-hmm. that would have been – he might have been labeled a bust the first season and and proved it another year like Bradshaw did. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was a possibility, but they were smart. They protected him. They had a good running game. They actually they they had a they had a decent offensive line. Um wasn't overly amazing. I and mean, you still had Fanica, so that's all you I mean, that's that was <laughs> the big the big name there. But um you know, you had Fanica and you still had Hardings. So you had, now you had a good offensive line. Let's, let's just go ahead and say that. But really what I'm looking at is I'm fine with the quarterback in the second round. I just, I agree with Shannon on everything. I just don't want one in the first. Mm-mm. I want that offensive line to, to jumpstart that running game and give a second round quarterback a whole lot more. If it's a bridge guy, I don't care if it's a bridge guy either. I don't care if it's Jacoby Brissett. I don't care if it's it's uh, Mason Rudolph at this point. Mm-hmm. As long as they have a running game, they I'd rather that and and go ahead and bridge it. Um, I Clarence says bad. I thought Howe didn't look good in the senior game. Yeah, I there's some things that I liked about him too. Um, I said he looked okay. He looked good. Okay. Yeah, you're you're probably right, but eh, good. Um, but the only and Andrew, I, I'm not going to answer Andrew yet because we're going to get to that one. Um, so, but you need to go ahead and get somebody on the line. I saw, and that's going to lead to rookie of the year here, which a lot of it might be your first round draft choice. So I'm I'm gonna allow you to do this. Who's gonna be your rookie of the year, and who's gonna be your first round draft pick? And they might be the same. So, Shannon. Hmm. It's it's can be one of two people, uh, you know, in a perfect world, and we're speculating. Uh, I like Zion Johnson from Boston College. Cool. Uh, who is very versatile? Uh, can I think you would play guard because I'm not ready to give up on Kendrick Green yet, but I think he could easily be the first round pick. But my rookie of the year would be a sleeper, and I know I'm going to say his last name wrong, but it's oh no, Chad, don't say it, don't say it. Okay, Chad Muma, hmm. uh, and he's an inside linebacker who is very athletic, moves way better than people realize. He's a tackling machine, and I could see him being the rookie of the year for the Steelers and maybe even leading them in tackles if he if he does get to come to Pittsburgh. All right. That's, that's – I was just – the reason I was saying don't say it, don't say it, I just didn't want you to steal my sleeper. And because his uh, – we might uh, pronounce his name wrong too. So, Tony, go ahead. <laughs> I love it. I, I've been waiting for this. 
to sensationalize this whole thing. And the rookie of the year, and you have to stay with me, it's going to be Malik Willis. They're going to they're going to draft him in the first round. They're not going to get him at twenty. I, I know nobody likes his class, but their their draft stock's going to rise. All these guys, they're going they're going to jump up into the top twelve or so. They're going to dra- draft them. Dwayne Haskins is going to win the starting job, but by the mid season, he's going to pull with Joe Flacco and kind of like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to get things are going to get stale with the offense. And then Malik Willis is going to come in and be a sensation over the last six seven games, and he's your rookie of the year. I don't know about stats. But he's going to be your he's going to be your rookie of the year. He's going to he's going to be the he's going to become a star within the last six seven eight games of the season. That's your rookie well, of the year. I I love it. Um, that's uh, that's absolutely uh, that's that's fantastic. I I was not thinking that. Um, but people are, are praising you for uh, the bold move here. Andrew Wilbar says first round draft pick Zion Johnson. Guard Boston College, not his choice, but that's what he thinks. I heard that on the radio this morning, too. And he actually, they're saying that he had a very good senior bowl, and he stood up to a lot of the defenders. Um, He's a guard and a tackle. He's a, so uh, you might, I believe he's a tackle that they think that will be a guard in the NFL. So that's interesting there. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to keep up with a guy that, that I really love here and it's, it kind of ruins my whole Akeem Hicks thing, but Jordan Davis defensive tackle from Georgia. I, uh, I, I love this guy. I, I really think that's the guy they go with um, first. I, I want, I actually think it might be a guy like Zion Johnson. I, I like uh, I do want an offensive lineman, but you know, fix the trenches first, and if that's the way you do it, who knows what they're going to do in free agency? Now, my rookie of the year is going to be a wide receiver. Not sure where they're going to take him, but I'm going to go ahead and say Romeo Dubs. Is it Dubs or Dubs? But Romeo Dubs is the guy that I'm looking at here. So that might be your rookie of the year. So it just seems like a Steelers pick. I know they talked to him. So let's go ahead and say Romeo. Therefore, <laughs> Art, though, Romeo. <laughs> so there we go. Um, Andrew Wilbar, somebody asked him to name his top six offensive linemen. My gosh, um, I, I really I, I want to bring this up. Let's go ahead and bring this up. And Neil, Evan Neal, number one, he's probably going to go, he might go number one overall. This is a guy, man, I, I, I kind of think you, you trade a lot for this guy. If you, if you want an offensive lineman, you could trade. That's your guy. Linderbaum. I love everybody's in love with Linderbaum. The big thing with Linderbaum is they don't think he's going to last. And you've got, you've got two teams remember this you've got the jets and the new york giants that both have two picks in the top 10 so they can afford to take a guy like that um you could definitely take a center when you've got two picks in the top 10 so and i think the jets have another one in if i'm not mistaken in the uh in the first round um i'm i might mess up this name but i I love this kid too Equonu. Equanu, 
Um, I think he's tough. Charles Cross, number four, a guy I like a lot, which I think they could sneak, they can possibly get this guy if he lasts. I, I see him draft around 17 or 18 in a lot of mocks, and that's Penning. And uh, Lasita Smith, I hope I'm pronouncing that right as well. Um, so Andrew and uh, Maddie, you're gonna have to help me out with that, these guys. and. And the pronunciations. Oh, and the Eagles have three picks too, as well. So, um, you know, so there's there's definitely things that you could do here. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun predicting this. So I, I, I we have a team MVP, rookie of the year. Um, we we talked about all those guys. I think we covered it. Did we miss anything, fellas? No, I think we're good. It was a fun show. I liked it. All right. I, I had fun doing that too. Um, Andrew just uh, heard my feelings by saying that uh, he thinks Penning falls out of the first round, not going to make it a left tackle in the NFL. So there we go. Um, with that being said, one last prediction. Is Chooks Okorafor a Steeler in 2022? Shannon. No. Tony. Nope. And I'm going to say no. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, it was a lot of fun looking at the crystal ball. Um, Sometimes, you know, we're joking around, but we're still thinking about possibilities and anything can happen in free agency. Anything can happen in the draft right now what happens in free agency is going to affect everything we're talking about on the draft too. It's going to, a lot of dominoes fall that way too. Um, I tell you what, I, I love what we did today. I appreciate it. Everybody in the live chat, we cannot do this show without you. So we appreciate you. If you're driving in your car a couple of days from now, we're recording this on Monday, man, we can't do it without you all also, because you're what makes us, you're amuses. You're what makes us go. You know, BTSC is going to have on the weekdays three original shows every single day, um, leading up to a uh, fun field 2022. Listen to all those podcasts. If you love to read about the Steelers, check out behindthestillcurtain.com. You can see the musings of Tony, you can see the the writings of Shannon White, you can see me of with bizarre things like my new column, The More You Know, that debuted a couple weeks ago and has a lot of just fun off the wall Steeler trivia and stuff. Uh, um, also the week that was, I do also on there and we appreciate you for everything you do. So we need, we need three things out of you besides downloading our shows. We need three things. We need to one, be safe. It's rough out there and we need you here Two, always be true to yourself. There's no one else you need to be. You be you. That's who we love. And number three, always be behind the steel curtain. And just when you think you've got all the answers, Tony Defio, we keep changing the questions. And Shannon Woo! White, don't give me a hell yeah. Give me a yes. There you go. All right. <laughs> BTSC, love you. That's the hangover. We will see you next week. Right.
teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing. <laughs> Works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing. <laughs> Works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.